People always say history is dry and boring, but it's not. It's totally not. It's just been taught to them, forced down their throats in a way where they don't get it. It's actually better than any Netflix series or anything you're going to see on Amazon or any science fiction movie or anything you're going to see, any Marvel comics movie or any drama or anything. It's better than fiction. It's better than movies. It's filled with the most amazing moments. And that's what we have here. Great moments in history that changed the world. And when we put them together in these episodes, you will see history totally rocks. This is Great Moments in History. History told in a series of incredible moments. History told in a series of moments that will blow your mind. History told in a series of moments that will rock your world. And now, here's the history guy, Tom Carroll. Okay, okay, okay. This is Great Moments in History. I'm Tom Carroll, the history guy. And today's episode is called The Music from Downstairs. A lot of people think that history has to be about, you know, politicians and world events and wars and all that stuff. It's not. It can be about it a lot of things. And one of the things it's about is music. Think about it. Music is everywhere in our society. So it deserves its history, just like everything else. Anyway, today's moment in history happened in 1971. So we're going to get in the way back machine. We're going to go back just a little bit to 1971, which now is a long time ago, but still, it's not like, you know, Roman times. Anyway, this is where a great moment happened between two incredible bands that weren't formed yet. One of them is Eagles. It's not the Eagles. Uh, everybody likes to call them the Eagles. Uh, they call themselves Eagles, even though when they did interviews, they called themselves the Eagles. <laughs> Eventually they gave up, but it's still Eagles. And Jackson Brown, Jackson Brown, who had a band but was known as Jackson Brown, both of these bands went on to sell millions and millions of albums. In those days, of course, there were albums. You went into a music store, into a record store, and bought an album. You actually had to plunk down in those days 10, 12, 15 bucks for an album. Anyway, so here's the story. Here's the great moment in history. Um, Jackson Brown uh, and Glenn Fry. Glenn was the songwriter, vocalist, guitarist for Eagles. If I sometimes call it, say it, the Eagles, forgive me. Anyway, Glenn Fry and Jackson Brown were living in the same apartment building we even have the address in 1971. It was 1020 Laguna Avenue in Echo Park, part of Los Angeles. And Glenn Fry was upstairs and Jackson Brown was downstairs in sort of a basement apartment. 
Now, Jackson Brown at this point was writing little songs. He'd written a little songs for Nitty Gritty Dirt Band and a couple others, but he wasn't really going anywhere yet. But obviously, he had the talent. Glenn Fry was a different kind of guy. He obviously had tremendous talent, but he didn't know how to use that talent. He he, t- he readily admits that his idea of writing a song was like, you know, you're driving along and say, well, you know, humming a song. He never sat down to actually write a song. So he's in the upstairs apartment and Jackson Brown is in the downstairs apartment. And Jackson Brown is writing this song. And the song that he's or trying to write a song, the, the song that he's writing is Take It Easy. Now, a lot of people think the Eagles Eagles wrote that song, Take It Easy, because it's it's one of their signature songs. It was written by Jackson Brown. It was helped by Glenn Fry later on, but but even Glenn Fry says that this song was written by by Jackson Brown. So he's you know the song I was you know standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona, um, that song. Anyway. He's writing this song, but he's not really getting it. And Glenn Fry is upstairs and he's listening to this song. He's going, I like that song, but he doesn't know, quite know what to do. So he goes downstairs and he says, what's that song you're working on? And he says, oh, this song, I'm, I want to you know, put it on an album one day, but I don't know. It's just not working. So Glenn Fry says, well, let me help. And this goes on actually over first uh, Jackson Brown says, no, 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 I'll, I'll finish it one day kind of thing. And Glenn Fry keeps sort of showing up at, at Jackson Brown's recording studios and saying, like, what, what's happening with that song? The Take it easy song. And finally, Jackson Brown says, all right, you finish it. Go ahead. You take it. So Glenn Fry goes in and, and sort of polishes it. Most of it's done. He adds some lyrics and and polishes the song and makes it great. And then Jackson Brown says, you do it. Because Jackson Brown's not famous yet. It's not like he's got like, you know, he's got, but he wanted it for his first album. But Glenn Fry then takes the song and puts it onto his the debut album for the Eagles. This is 1971. And the song is an incredible, incredible success on their first album. And so what happens? Well, Jackson Brown now becomes famous for writing that song. And Eagles become famous for performing that song. So what happens. Well, you know, Jackson Brown and Eagles, especially for people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, it's the music of their lives for many people. It's everywhere. It's played on the radio. I mean, everybody knows Take It Easy uh, from that generation. Everybody knows Jackson Brown songs. So first of all, what happens to the Eagles who, who from that moment, because Glenn Fry says he learned how to write songs from listening to Jackson Brown downstairs. So that great moment in history is when when Glenn Fry is sitting in his room, you know, maybe strumming his guitar, but not really writing songs. And then he goes, what's that song downstairs? And then over time, he listens to 
what's happening downstairs and he realizes there's a discipline to writing songs. It just doesn't, it's not all inspiration. It's not all like, oh, I got a great idea for a song. You actually, like a writer does, you sit down and write and work it and rework it and rework it. And that's what Jackson Brown did. And that's what Glenn Fry learns from him. So Glenn Fry and Don Henley and Bernie Layden and Mandy Meisner formed this group. The interesting side light here is that they came together with because of Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt, who had the golden voice um, in the 70s and 80s and beyond, she kind of got them together and they liked each other so much they formed this band. Anyway, so what happens to the Eagles? Well, think about this. In 72, they, they put out Desperado, then they put out On the Border. Then they put out One of These Nights. Then they put out Hotel California, which I'm sure everybody has heard from now. And then The Long Run. And then they keep going. They kind of coast after that, but they're, they're still very popular. And their, their, their greatest hits albums just rock the place, you know, sell 38 million albums and that kind of thing. And their songs become the background music to a generation. Jackson Brown then signs with David Geffen and starts his own career because they, they say, well, if you wrote Take It Easy, you must be a good songwriter. He then goes on to do songs that you'll all, most of you will remember, Doctor My Eyes, Here Come the Tears Again, Running on Empty, Somebody's Baby. He writes these songs. His songs were actually more popular than his albums, but he sold a lot of albums. He sold a ton of albums, but he but his songs uh, sort of you know climbed the charts and went to number one and and went to high numbers for years and years and years. And still today, Eagles and Jackson Brown can sell out a large stadium with mostly with people with gray hair, but still popular with young people as well. So what was the great moment in history? The great moment in history was the moment that Glenn Fry upstairs in his apartment heard this guy downstairs who turned out to be Jackson Brown, playing a song over and over and over again and learned how to write a song and took that song, Take It Easy, and put it on the first album, which catapulted Eagles into one of the best bands of the generation. And Jackson Brown then took that opening, which was his song being played by the Eagles, and created his own album, using that as a stepping stone, and became Jackson Brown. And Eagles and Jackson Brown, from that moment in that apartment, when Glenn Fry heard it, it all came together for both of them. Now, would it have happened anyway? You never know. Of course, you know, talent is talent. And it would have happened, but it wouldn't have happened that way. And there might not have ever been Jackson Brown what wasn't going to put Take It Easy on his album. Ultimately, he might have. He did release it later and it didn't go anywhere. I mean, it, people liked it, but no, this was an Eagles song. So you can see that these great moments in history in this case, the moment where Glenn Fry heard it was a coming together of an era of music, the kind of music that's been in the background for all of our lives ever since. So that's our great moment in history. I'm Tom Carroll, the history guy. 
saying goodbye until next time when we have our next great moment in history. You've been listening to Great Moments in History with the history guide, Tom Carroll. History told in a series of incredible moments. For more information, visit us at www.greatmomentsinhistory.live. That's dot L-I-V-E. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. 